and welcome to another edition of the Heart God Media Podcast. Um, today is a hot take episode, a little shorter episode, but I have uh, Mr. Lewis Smith here, my uh, fellow and consummate Ramon's aficionado sidekick. Lewis, say hello. Yo, what's going on? Cyber World Ramon's episode. I, I feel like, you know, as you, you said multiple times before, uh, talking about this band never gets fucking old, and today is is we we're still flying high so to speak yeah it's uh it, it always seems like there's something to talk about uh be it you know certain albums i mean we covered their entire career as a whole we've covered different albums we've covered some of the solo efforts um but there was a uh a podcast called no dogs in space that had uh, cause initially I wasn't going to drop it, but I, I don't give a fuck. Like they'll never listen to this. And I mean, quite frankly, I'll probably never listen to their podcast ever again, but, um, <laughs> yeah, they, um, so they covered the Ramones in four parts and they're, I mean, the whole, the band itself is polarizing to certain fans because you have a super, super ultra liberal in Joey. And then you have a super, super art ultra conservative in Johnny. So, I mean, that was, you know, that was grounds for the feud of all feuds with band members and, and historically singers and guitarists are are the most at odds with each other for sure. And, uh, so what's your overall take? They covered the Ramones in four parts and, you know, we have our own opinions of each member and the band as a whole. And I think you and I draw way more, positivity for the band even though the band itself and the members in it didn't always have they had a very brother-like relationship they were usually at odds and but at the end of the day it was all positive because of the music that came out of it yeah yeah i i mean agreed and look just to to kind of at the top of this it's like i understand that different podcasts can't well, I don't even want to say they can't. They just choose not to go into the level of detail that you and I might go into where we're, mo- we're more focused about the music. We will mention the, the drama and a lot of the funny bullshit that happened because it was part of the story. But ultimately, it comes down to the music, right? And we have a, a shared love for that. For sure. Now, I know that it, it's impossible to please everybody. But at the very least, um, the one thing I would at least expect is if you're going to – if you have a wide base and a, and a wide platform and you have a lot of people that you're influencing and, and who might not have, who might not know what the Ramones are, right. They might not know. They, they might know Blitzkrieg Bob or I want to be sedated and, and that's it. Right. So when, when you have an undertaking like that and you're like, we're going to do a four part episode on a band that is extremely important, not only for the rock and roll scene, punk rock, but just American pop culture, right. For sure. Subsection of, 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 of our music. And, when you have a platform that that will take on that responsibility and, and influence our listeners who otherwise might have a blank slate, when you posit not only your own personal beliefs, but you also will only cite certain sources. For example, you mentioned this is a four-part series. Absolutely. I listened to each one of these episodes at least twice. And while I might not have always been super, super, super paying attention, I pretty much caught everything that they were saying, and I have gripes with some of the stuff that they talked about. And the, the one thing out of the gate, especially with the first uh, episode that I didn't really enjoy is the fact that their primary source 
was the book that Mickey Lee had put together. Now, I understand that there was a relationship uh, between Mickey, between Johnny, between Joey that kind of obviously uh, preceded the Ramones, right? So it's only natural to have the brother of, you know, the lead singer. He's seen some stuff, right? But this might not be a good analogy, but it would be like, it'd be like creating uh, a a documentary or writing a book and your primary source is the... I don't know, the butler to FDR, right? It's a World War II documentary, and your, your, your primary source is somebody who kind of vicariously lived through, you know, what happened. And I know that, that Mickey was obviously more involved later on down the road, but when you have that as your primary source, and it's clear that you the, the claims that you're making are purely based off of what you've read in that book – it shows me that A, you should be coming from a different place and kind of weigh in some of these other things, but I would almost expect, okay, and they do go off of Commando, the the book that uh, Johnny had put together. They talk about Dee's book. I don't think they mentioned Marky's book. Or no, no, they do mention Marky's book, and they do not even, they, they Richie might, might as well not have fucking existed. In right, the band. right, of course. So, so that's kind of, out of the gates, that's kind of one of my initial gripes, just in general. If you're going to do something like this and you have you you hit such a wide group of people, you need to do it justice at the very least from an even keel, right? Be, so and allow people to to kind of develop their own opinions about it. Honor it's the a, honor the journalistic integrity of not jumping on a side immediately. Sure. And and when I heard that on episode one, that you're going through you're you're citing Mickey's book, it's like. As you and I know right now, there's basically two camps, right? There's the Mickey Lee camp, and then there's Linda's camp. Uh, fucking Mark floats based on how well his pasta sauce is selling, and <laughs> Richie's just kind of just doing his own thing as well as CJ. They're they're kind of being a little bit more honorable, diplomatic, whatever, okay? Um, but when you, when you do that in episode one, right out of the gate, and I, and I know that the purpose of that, or part of the purpose of that, I would imagine, is because they wanted to capture the youth of Joey. What, what was he like as a kid, right? But I just think you have to treat that fairly across the board then. You need to take account into, into every, everyone into account that way, you know? Oh, ab- absolutely. And that's something, I mean, it's hard to do, especially, I mean, before a month ago it was, but now it, even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the whole idea is, is you need to always take into account that if someone has a different view than you, um, and ultimately, part of the reason I hate the discussion and the the back and forth of like, oh, are you on Johnny's side or you're on Joey's side? Me personally, I'm on Ramon's side. That's what side Fuck I'm yeah, on. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. And the bottom line is this: is when as soon as you break someone down into their political party. As soon as you say, or or if even in general, if someone says, you know, well, I'm a Republican, or or I'm a conservative, or I'm a liberal, and I'm a Democrat, as soon as you do that, you've defined yourself, and you've painted yourself into a box where you must abide by certain rules that that political party, as soon as you break yourself and everything you believe down into a political party, you've lost me. Whether you're fucking making my pizza, whether you're fucking, I, I work alongside you, or if you're fucking pumping gas next to me at Red Apple, no matter what, you fucking have lost me at that point. And nothing, if you want to, if people want to 
paint the Ramones as a as a band that was led 50-50, you know, by a liberal and a and a conservative, that's fine. You you do that. But the bottom line is this, you can't cite one-sided information. That would be like that would uh, it, it would it, it doesn't make sense. That's that'd be like you know, doing a George Bush autobiography, but you're only talking to uh Barbara as the that's the only person you're going to talk to or take information from is Barbara. That doesn't make sense. Or 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 Jeb, George W's or, brother. Or Jeb, exactly. Yeah. I think that that's a good that, that's perfect. Jeb isn't going to criticize him. Like that isn't fucking that that and you you know what for better or worse, I do think that um as as the gripes that you and I have with uh with how Marky's conducted himself as far as throwing CJ and Richie under the bus and not considering them real members, even though they contributed 10 times more than he ever did as far as songwriting. But, uh, you know, in his book, he is, he is pretty fair. He dishes it out pretty fairly to Joey, uh, and Johnny pretty evenly, honestly. And, and I can at least appreciate that at least back when his book was written. Right. And, and I think that's, again, my, you know, my, my issues with, with how they conducted and, and how they executed this podcast is they really, it's kind of like that, that classic fucking um, conversation that you and I've talked about multiple times where you have the quote unquote purists where they believe that essentially Ramones stopped uh, basically after end of the century and everything beyond that was more or less noise right it was them just trying to maintain they, yeah they might as well have just released you know how many albums that they have after that one two three four five six seven eight nine you know what, what, what i think on. just i think you're right if you don't count in like the live releases and any shit like that so so what let's go through them real quick just pleasant okay. dreams subterranean yep. jungle yep. too tough to die animal yep. boy animal boy halfway to sanity yep Brain drain, brain drain, Bizarro. We'll even acid. count the co- we'll cover count acid eaters, uh, yeah, and adios and amigos, yeah. And we can count local live if if you want and, and various compilations. But you're pretty much saying that ten plus albums are pretty much the clashes cut the crap. <laughs> exactly, and and that. That to me, it says not only a lot about how you view the band in general, because you said you just said it perfectly. You're on Team Ramones in the same sense that I am. Yes, I understand that that not every song on Animal Boy is fucking stellar. However, there's a lot of redeeming shit on that album, but but all, but, but every single album. So when you go into it like that, and they even had said, and and this isn't this isn't like. They mentioned what their favorite album was. I think um, one of the one of the co-hosts had mentioned he uh, he was in the end of the century like camp. He's like, this is the best one, and already that I found I found that to be very entertaining because it, it's a killer fucking album. You and I talked about it, right? Yeah, that was the albums that matter. That was I think that was the Correct. first one we did. Yeah, it's it's very important, but I also find that to be an interesting call it controversial call in and of itself when you make that statement right so it's again they they kind of take this really really niche approach to it 
um, very purist, very uh, one-sided. You know, if if you are purely for the band versus somebody who's like, why well, I, I just really enjoy Joey's vocals. But then again, you could have put that to anyone else's music and it still would have been that sound, right? I think each, whether or not, not to get into fucking semantics or whatever, but each member, uh, you know, they made up the band and they contributed their own sounds. Right. Um, a sound that's been replicated time and time and time and time and time and fucking again. So it was very, it was very obvious from, from the start that they were in a Joey camp versus I appreciate the band. And I think that's important when you're going to talk about a band that has, that at its inception can, composed of three other members yeah. and a rotating uh, fucking cast of characters from then on. But still, at the onset, there's three other people that made that band. So it, it, immediately to be like, well, I'm in Camp Joey. It's like, well, I already know what this fucking podcast is going to be like that. I already fucking know. And we're, we're six minutes into this or whatever, you know, like. Yeah. He, and, and, you know, they, they ended up, they go on to say like, oh, Marky's the last uh, Ramon left. Like, n- that proves to me right there where you're, mm-hmm. where you're like journal journalistic and tech. And I understand like if you're a fan and you don't consider Richie or, or CJ band members, but the fact of the matter is combined, they played more on more records than Marky. If you combine them, mm-hmm. Richie had songwriting credits. CJ had songwriting as credits. Did, yeah, as did CJ. Yeah. And, but the, the bottom line is this, you, you can't cover you can't say well we're covering the ramones and then go at it one-sided you can't do that and do i would agree with everything that johnny ramone was and is no do i did i agree with everything that joey ramone was and is no but the bottom line is this the band stuck together and they did the you know i funny enough i i heard stuff about like when they talk about hardcore bands, they say the the average lifespan of a hardcore band is two years. You release a couple, you know, de- like a demo, an EP, and maybe a full length, and maybe a second one, and then you break up. And for punk, it was the, it was very similar, you know, predating obviously the hardcore that came in the early to mid '80s that that would grow into the hardcore that that we have today. But punk rock, punk was the same thing. Uh, I.e., you look at you know, the clash for all intents and pur- intents and purposes, it, you know, they only had a few records and they kind of broke up before they could really, you know, be around. They weren't around 10 years and the Ramones were around for what, 20? So, I mean, oh, 22. And the whole thing is, is they stuck together despite their differences. They stuck together. They didn't let their differences did. Did it tear them apart as far as having uh a normal relationship that you would have uh, with somebody that you could, that you'd be in a band with, maybe. But I mean, that's safe to say that some of the biggest bands in the world members have their own tour buses, and they don't want to be around them. They are fine, completely fine with being with that band at a few press conferences a week and for the hour and a half on stage. Other than that, a lot of these bigger bands you don't want to spend time with them. The Ramones, on the other hand didn't have the luxury the the luxury of having separate tour buses they toured in a motherfucking van so with that yes they had no way to escape so that hatred brewed and is a little more popular uh, you know a little more popular within bands than the it, the feud is with a normal band because they had no way to escape each other now with that you know Joey pretty much would say things that would piss off Johnny 
Joey would more or less just let things go. Johnny would say things that pissed everyone off. But the bottom line was they stuck. They all stuck together, and they didn't have the money. They didn't have all the the luxury of touring in buses. Uh, I mean, I think one or two of their later tours, the last tours, I think they toured in a bus. But a lot of the times, it was a Johnny call for him to say, "Listen, we're gonna save money by touring in a van." Monty, get the fuck up front, drive this fucking thing, and this is how we're going to do it. And the fact that they stuck together as long as they did, whether they liked each other or not, they stuck together for the greater good. That's why I say I'm on Team Ramones. You can't you can't just uh, wash away everything because you don't like someone's you know, uh, viewpoints. The bottom line was they stayed together for their fans and for as long as they did for 20 some odd years. And especially when you incorporate the DD who was out of his mind, you know, Joey was friggin' losing it with his, uh, OCD and everything. And it's, uh, to come at it the way that the snow dogs in space podcast did, it really, it just disenchanted me. And, and I really wanted to listen to all four parts cause I'm a Ramones fan. I want to hear Ramones talk. I want to hear other people talk about how much they love the Ramones and the one guy that said end of the century, like if someone actually's favorite album of the Ramones is end of the century, I'd be fine with it. But then hearing him talk throughout the rest of the, the podcast, I honestly and truthfully believe you would have to convince me otherwise that he didn't sit down with those first four to five records and say, uh, I'll go with the red one. That one I'm going to say is my favorite. Dude, not only that, but but again, I know that that you and I, you know, we wear our. I don't want to say, uh, I don't want to say that we wear our, our feelings on our sleeves with this, but like we are, we are outspokenly of the Richie camp. So, and and, and he did posit that this is another thing that they said too. They posited that, um, basically, too tough to die was, um, the last okay album. They said that. Um, and this is like not verbatim, but they said something to the effect of basically they had one last good album and that was too tough to die. And to me, I find that just either, and and again, we're getting into the weeds of talking about people's uh, opinions about stuff. But again, if you're going to report on something like this and pass it off as this is a deep dive into the history of this band, you can't spend three and a half episodes talking about you know basically the birth of the youth of these members up through end of the century and then breeze through the remaining years no it's lazy you know, it's lazy but, and it's and they're 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 more than likely uninformed about those years so what better way to just gloss over them because you can't really provide anything informative or interesting to say about them so it's easy to write it off and say that too tough to die which we both hold in high regard because we do think it is a, a landmark album in their career that they you know they just wash everything else because they don't really they, i guarantee i will bet my balls dick and wallet that they did not listen to Animal Boy in full. And I know Animal Boy is a lot of people's least favorite, but I guarantee they didn't listen to Halfway to Sanity in full, and I definitely know they didn't listen to Brain Drain or Mondo Bizarro because those two records are bangers. Those two records are great. And that's not just for me or you. You know, I I heard Jamie Josta uh, from Hatebreed say that he loves Brain Drain. Brain Drain's his favorite Ramones album. Well, dude, and and even, you know, you and I have talked about this as well, um, specifically with Animal Boy. It's like... I, I've since not, 
not uh, come came around to it, but like I think I said this when we had initially done this. Well, it isn't my favorite. There are good. There's fucking killer shit on there. Oh, for and sure. it, it's it's definitely one of those. It's a give and take record, right? And I, I just I don't know. I, I I think I think there's a lot that, um, especially people who don't necessarily know the band if they were to to be informed properly about it even giving it just you know some sort of justice um you, you said it perfectly with with uh halfway to sanity and brain drain you can't not listen you can't not sit down and listen to that and hear garden of serenity and be like wow that's a bad song it's like no that's a heaviest fuck that's a fucking killer ramon song especially for where they were at in their careers it, it's great you know like I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I definitely think you're right. I think either they didn't give it a fair enough shot or they had attempted to go too much from memory. Maybe they listened to a couple songs. I, I don't know what the deal is, but when you, when you are attempting to embark in something and it goes back to what I was saying initially about your base and your reach, you're misrepresent. Ultimately you're misrepresenting a band. Yeah, you know, we could be called fucking douchebags because we're getting worked up about something. But at the end of the day, you are now in, you are grossly misinforming these fucking lemmings that are going to go out and take what you said as fucking law, right? Right. And they're not going to even give a shot. And and again, we can't, if somebody's attempting to listen to something and, and, and take notes from it, give it all a shot, right? Be open to it. But what bothers me the most is people are going to listen to that and then spout off sound bites from, oh, yeah, well, well Johnny was blank. Well, well, Joey was blank. Well, Richie was blank. Or, well, who the fuck's Richie, right? But it's like you, you are you, – you, you need to do it justice and you need – you, the journalistic integrity needs to be there when you are attempting to do something like this. Don't shortchange different things because you don't agree or whatever the fuck. Because yeah. again, people people are going to take what you fucking say as that is the way it is. Right, especially if they're you know a fan of stuff that they've done prior with their other podcasts or anything like that. But the whole thing with me and, and to your point is to to do that is irresponsible in the fact that don't state it like it's fact that Too Tough to Die was their last great record. That's your fucking opinion. Now, keep mm-hmm. it your fucking opinion and try to be... You can say, you know, in my eyes, I think that was the last great record. That's fine. Everyone sure. can have their own opinion. But don't... You can't make a statement like, Too Tough to Die was their last great record. You can say that's your opinion, but... And you could say, well, in my opinion, you know, there's only one living Ramon, and it's Marky. That's fine if that's your opinion, but you can't say, well, there's only one living Ramon left and that's Marky. Fuck CJ and fuck Richie. That just goes to show that they're very, they're very ill-informed and they're not, I don't think any of them. And, and I I will hashtag the no dogs in space when we post this and, uh, and, uh, I won't prepare for, or a rebuttal from them, but I, I do, um, anticipate it i would be interested to see what they would say because i don't think that they are big enough fans to have covered the ramones in four parts it seemed like a lot of the episodes are after the first episode their information was very you know you're just citing information i could fucking tell you everything you want to know about war and peace i could just uh, fucking read you cliff notes like we don't ever like we i'll write some things i want to touch upon here but i'm never citing actual 
uh, information from anything. I'm giving my opinion, and I say that this is my opinion. So, oh, yeah. but to say that, like, but what to say to make a claim that, like, you know, oh well, Richie and and CJ weren't you know actual members. Well, their name was in the inserts. They printed merch with their names on them. What the fuck were they? Illusions? I, I think I think it was something along the lines of I, I would have to look it up specifically, but it was something along the lines of, and they had one last good album in them, and it was you know fucking too tough to die and then they play a clip from the song or whatever and and again it just i I think what what bothers me the most is you know people unfortunately do not they cannot discern shit like that in their own minds and they will treat that as this is fucking the way it is and that's not necessarily the responsibility of the people hosting it. However, the people hosting it should be using those terms like, well, in my opinion, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, it, and now we're getting this weird like area of like, is it the responsibility of the people that are listening to it to, to understand what the difference between opinion and, and uh, fact is? Or should it be the host that should fucking just cover their asses, be honest about it? Well, if that's I, if, if that's your opinion, fucking that's your opinion. Right. But you can't you can't completely do away with the latter part of a career when you have multiple members in the band saying, "Fucking Richie saved our ass, a shot of fucking life." We we had a resurgence into that hard sound as to what we were in the fucking beginning. Speed, speed, fucking speed in our songs, and then and they do they do mention CJ, but it's it's kind of in passing where it's like, yeah, he gave the band. You know, fucking another seven or uh, whatever, fucking what nine years or no, not nine years, fucking yeah, seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven, seven years. years, yeah. So they mention it in passing, but it's like, do you understand what that means? That was huge. And again, they briefly touch on the stellar success that they had um, in fucking South America. But you should also be talking about the music. And if you don't think that those albums are good, that doesn't fu- it don't matter. Yeah. You're fucking. You're balls deep into this this discussion. You need to at least give credence to it. At least acknowledge it. Talk about it. Talk about the songs. Don't just skip over shit because you don't like it. That's especially when you have a, such a huge platform that you're talking to, and you're. I, I hate the fucking term, but it's like basically influencers. You know. It's yeah. Like, and- I, I I like. It. I know. I know. You said like you're not gonna listen to shit. It's like. I don't. I, I like their stuff, but it's like hearing this. I knew I was going to have an issue with it out of the gates, but I was open to at least checking it out. And at the end of it, I was just kind of like, "Wow, that was not awesome." <laughs> you know, like, God damn! Like, come on, guys! Like, I mean, and the, and the the whole thing is this: is you know, if you're going to be covering, I mean, ultimately, it, everyone has their own format, and they can do with it what they will. But like you said, if a kid is going out and discovering, you know, if he's going, oh, I just got into the Ramones, I want to listen to a bunch of podcasts on the Ramones, and he finds the few that are out there that have covered the Ramones, you know, he's cre- there. people are creating, like, internal bias by being so biased with other things. Like, even us who are biased about the Richie era, we aren't saying, well, like, the Richie era is the fucking best and fucking honestly, after fucking Richie left, they were fucking dog shit again once Mikey, Marky came. And fucking Halfway to Sanity was their last fucking great album. Fuck them. Like, right. that is how they come off. They come off, or anybody who does who's, who, who talks like that. I mean, it's the same, the, the purest. They're like, oh, the only good Ramones is 70 Ramones. Well, 
one, that's just your fucking opinion, man. Two, <laughs> you're a fucking buffoon. You're a fucking idiot, and I can tell that these stupid motherfuckers don't know dick about the remotes. They fucking read a book and cited it. That's all they yeah. fucking did. They don't, you don't fucking know. You're fucking just, you're, it's like the, the fucking kid that goes up and he, he only had a little bit of time to read part of the spark notes. So he starts off real strong about his presentation about fucking of mice and men up there. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. This kid's okay. Yeah. He, he read it. And then you start fucking trailing off and going into Frankenstein fucking zombie land. And you're like, okay, this kid's a fucking, either he's an idiot He's fucking high, or he didn't read the fucking book. And, and, the- and dude, and that's that's really that that was that was my biggest fucking issue with this is you're gonna do it, you got to do it justice. Don't don't claim that you're doing this and doing this deep dive, and then in reality you find out it's not a deep dive. If you're gonna fucking just cover the early Ramones or up to end of the century or up to fucking too tough to die. That's what your your episode. That's how you should fucking market this. Per- perfect uh, analogy, as we're we're winding down with this because I got done got me heated. But so it's like watching the two seven two thousand seventeen it movie, Stephen King's it from two thousand seventeen. Watching that, giving a report on the book though, and only citing what you saw in the movie, and then the teacher goes. Well, what the fuck did you think about the orgy scene? About that that part in the book? Right. Well, right. well, well, I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, okay, well, why didn't you like it? Because you didn't fucking read it. Because you didn't read the book. You fucking cited the movie. You're not citing the the fucking the original scripture, and you don't know your history, and you don't know everything about it. So you shouldn't be covering a band in four fucking parts, or you shouldn't. In this case, you know the analogy that we're using. You shouldn't be covering a, the story of Pennywise and it and Dairy if you haven't read the original fucking story that has everything in it, and you're citing a movie that cut certain things out. And the movie, in this case, is the narrative in mainstream music when they say, okay, the best Ramones was this era, and then everything after it was done. And it, and any member that didn't play on a, an album in the 70s isn't a real fucking member. Right. You, you and, and I don't think you can... You can't underscore the importance of the careers that both Richie and CJ have had because... Again, and that's a whole other conversation that both you and I have had in the past. You have two, you have two members of, of this band that have gone on to not just be a Ramones fucking karaoke band, but go and produce original solid material that, okay, you might not necessarily like it, but if you sit down and listen to any of those records from either one of those two, they're doing it. Right? Oh, yeah. They're, they're not trying to fucking make a goddamn beer and market it down south or down in South America i.e. Marky Ramone's fucking American Lager or whatever the fuck it is. It's like they, they are they are leaning into their skills that got them, you know, not only picked up by the Ramones, but they're doing more with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. They're not just living off the fat of either things that they did at that time. It's like I told you that that comment, that, that interaction I had with CJ, where he's like, I want other people to cover my era of the Ramones, right? I, I'm not going to play the crusher because I think someone else should. So... To, to completely do away with those little nuances that make the band awesome, that make them fucking the best punk band like ever, you know? And, and again, that's my opinion, but I still think it merits some sort of fucking at least mentioning, you know? For sure. 
But, you know, as, you know, as we've said before, like, it's just something that is going to be an uphill battle. And, you know, guys like Richie and CJ have created their own original albums with all original material. And the fact of the matter is they couldn't rest on the laurels of the Ramones because a wide variety of people think because they were not inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that they are not real Ramones. And that narrative is the narrative that we're talking about now that has just been uh, poisonous to to the career and to those two members who I think are honoring the Ramones um, the best way possible um, and more so than, uh, say, Marky does. Right, and and nothing. And again, I know that we pick on we've picked on Marky before, but but at the end of the day, it's you know the, I think in the same in the same trap that end of the century uh, kind of fell into, which I know that they were using this, or I believe I have a sneaking suspicion that they were using this as one of their quote unquote source materials. Is they all they did when they mentioned Richie leaving is they just said T-shirt sales. Now you and I have talked about this as well. After listening to his interview with Eric Blair and actually explaining what that meant versus fucking a two and a half minute fucking interview with the guy back in 2009 or whatever the fuck that was. Right? right. You actually understand what that means. It wasn't, it just, it helped shed light on something that was so quickly glossed over because yes, to simplify it and boil it down to fucking that. Yeah. It was t-shirt sales, but it was more than that. This was something that, Every single day when they would go in and, and, and get their money and they would get their envelopes and all that shit and go to the bank, Richie was not part of that. His name was being included on the shirt, but he was not seeing any of the, the, the rewards from that, right? So his, his character, his likeness, all that shit is, is out there. You got to at least mention the story of, of it versus right. he wasn't – and that's, dude, that's just Acknowledgement. One, that's one. That's one example. That's one example of just something that you can elaborate on to give people a better idea of what that means. Because I'm sure some people would hear that and be like, he, he wasn't getting t-shirt sales and he just left. What a fucking bitch. And it's like, again, there's a little bit more into that. <laughs> there's a little bit more to that. Yeah. Right? Uh, but unfortunately, you know, and while I think about things like this and, and I'm just like, well, you know, do me and you really need to do a hot take episode? And then I'm just like, well, you know what? I don't think anybody else is coming to their fucking aid that I haven't, that I've have heard. So fuck, if it's going to be me and you, I guess it's going to be me and you. Yeah. Fucking A, man. I agree. Well, this has been a, a little hot take episode. I hope you've all enjoyed it. You can check us out on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher uh, and get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can follow us on at HeartGuy Media on Instagram and Twitter. And you can uh, check this one out and uh, try to shit talk us and, and try to combat um, our thoughts on the Ramones. We, we, welcome, we welcome open dialogue and open conversation. We do not welcome stating opinion as fact. And that is the fucking word of us as Ramon fans and as us as the members of the HeartGuy Media podcast. Thank you. Check it out.